1: Sport
0: Social. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sport Social Podcast Network podcast is part of the sports social podcast network some folks don't stop searching till they find the truth if you've got a detective's eye june's journey is the game for you play as june parker in a gripping murder mystery as you find hidden objects to help solve her sister's death you'll hunt for clues in hundreds of beautifully illustrated scenes set in the roaring 20s new chapters are added weekly Find your first clue by downloading June's Journey today. Available on Android and iOS mobile devices as well as on PC through Facebook games. and welcome to a Celtic State. Of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and tonight in the studio I am joined once again by Tony Haggerty, Always a pleasure. Tony, how are
1: you? Indeed, great to be back. In the mothership, as they say. How are In, you? The <laughs> In the mothership. In the mothership, And you, you are, you're punting some merchandise
0: <laughs> for <it> us <laughs> there as well. I the see green, that. the white and the gold. <laughs> Not so subtle merchandise behind me, yes, indeed. Exclusively available from mm. axom.net. <laughs> we are here, of course, to look at the Dundee United encounter. It's a Scottish Cup game. It's Tannadice. It's under the lights, Tony. And we already spoke about it earlier on. Yourself, uh, Amy and I. Uh, we were looking at the potential lineups. I think you might have got eight right out of 11. Eight out
1: of 11, not bad. I got the oreilly Roger conundrum, I got that sorted. You did, and it was a fair effort, to be honest with you. One
0: thing I don't think anybody... Um, appreciated was that Jota and Abada would be out of the side tonight um, and I think that uh, we're probably uh, it's not been confirmed, we're probably looking at maybe some form of illness with one or both players, perhaps a last minute injury, I didn't see any uh, injury updates for any of the two winners leading up to this game Tony, it's a massive loss
1: for us. Oh, it's a huge loss but Ange might confirm what the story is before, he usually speaks before the kickoff, doesn't he so if the um, and I'm sure they are, is worth their salt. They'll, they'll ask that question whether it's illness, injury, or, or maybe it's just we spoke off air and I said it kind of smacked also of a team that, well, Andy's maybe had his eye on on Saturday too. We, we spoke earlier. Um,
0: some people were saying, listen, don't talk about domestic dominance, don't talk about trebles. Um, and I, I suggested that, you know, they had certainly in the second leg of the. Uh, Conference League Being A reluctance by Anse Postacoglu To put out his Strongest side I didn't think it was Going to happen domestically We will wait and see And probably the Commenters Will hear before we do Tony About the reasons Behind Abada and Jota But let's just say That that is two Massive losses For Celtic tonight I mean we have Been using the uh, Wings very effectively And you know We've said so many times That once you get To your second choice then you really are uh, dropping down quite a bit in terms of the standard. Um, I don't think that would be the case on the right hand side with Forrest. I think Forrest is an able uh, deputy for Abada. But on the left hand side, we're now playing Maeda out left with Yakamaka through in the middle, uh, Tony. And we're going to get running all night long from Maeda. But when you look at his backup, Mikey Johnston that's a concern for me because I don't recall a single moment in the season where Mikey Johnson's crafted chance or opened up a defence.
1: Yeah, I I don't recall that either per se, but listen, uh, Jota is a big miss because Jota was terrific against Livingston. Mm -hmm. Wanted to see him continue that form. Uh, You know, my thoughts, I I had the same team and my only change would have been uh, O'Reilly for Rogic. Sadly, and I'm sure Ange Postacola will confirm the reason why before or even after the game, so we can all kind of at least be enlightened as to why they're not there. Uh, Jota and Abada. Forest was terrific as well. Mm-hmm. Glad to see him keep his place. Good for the good for the confidence levels. And with with Mikey coming in, Mikey might have to play a part tonight. And uh, when they played United in December, Mikey started, didn't he? I believe it was. That one of the few games that he started. He did
0: actually, yes. Three
1: yeah. 0 and he played okay. So, if Mikey has to come on and and play some role in this fixture tonight, then I would. If if I'm begging him up. I'm saying, go on and you know, stake a claim. You know, make, give me a decision or turn up, take part, and contribute. So yeah, White Miles, you might point out that it's a a drop down in standard. and we get that then and everybody knows my thoughts about Mikey Johnson, but if he has to play a part tonight, then I want to see him come on and be positive, attack his man if he's in the wide areas, even get a goal just for his own self-esteem and confidence, and hopefully if he does come on, then he can contribute in a meaningful way and maybe contribute more in the running too. But, you know, we we have a squad for a reason and players maybe turn to at certain points, so this might be one of those nights where... Starfelt gets the opening goal at 40-1 or one <laughs> for a hat-trick, or, or Mikey Johnson comes on and, and scores as well. So the Cup's always one of those games, isn't it? a one-off fixture, you know, that everything can happen or anything can happen type stuff. So if he has to come on and perform, then hopefully he can to the best of his ability.
0: Well, there are players that um, have thrown in to the mix between now and the end of the season, Tony. There's there's no hiding place they've got to yeah. perform. There's been a few guys this season where we've said that it's time to step up. Yeah. I remember saying it about Starfelt, the aforementioned Starfelt, and it, he, he did that, he absolutely did let's read through the teams and then we'll uh, have a closer look at the selections uh, particularly of Anse Postecoglou, uh, Joel Hart in goals, Jaranovic comes in at right back with Cameron Carter-Vickers Carol Starfeld in the centre and Greg Taylor out left, we've got uh, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rio Atati, so O'Reilly and Atati come back into the side with James Forrest retaining the right uh, hand side berth, Maeda um, out left and Yakimakis through the middle. On the bench we have Scott Bain, Chris Julian's back in, Tony. We have uh, near Beaton dropping to the bench, Albion Ayeti on the bench, McCarthy, Rogic, Mikey Johnson, Idiguchi, Ralston, Welsh and Karamoko. The Dundee United side starts as Seagrist, uh, Liam Smith and uh, Niskanen, McNulty, Clark, Edwards, Butcher, Levitt, Freeman, Harks. And Graham, as I say, the player that I like in that side is Smith. We've seen Segrist having a good few games this season against Celtic. Seems to turn it on when it's uh, up against us, Tony. Um, when you look at some of the changes, let's start off with Ziranovic. Um First off the yeah. of that, we spoke about it earlier on and we thought it would have maybe been harsh on Tony Ralston if Ziranovic came back in at right-back.
1: But that's exactly what's happened. Yeah, and again, you're, you're replacing... Quality with quality, yeah. You know, so and the great thing about Ralston says, sorry, Ralston is Ralston will bat an island. See if he's in for the next game. Ralston will just give you what he's given you all season. Mm-hmm. And I've said before the the thing about Ralston is he, he always gives the manager a headache and a question. So the manager will have deliberated over that bringing Juranovic back in because Ralston did nothing wrong. He was he was terrific against Livingston as he has been at various stages throughout the season. But his attitude spot on. So it doesn't matter if, again, I said today that Ange will, will rotate. I didn't think he would rotate as much tonight, but he has. I don't question the manager. He got it spot on against Livingston. He's, he's got it spot on thus far in the season. So I don't question his, his selection at all. Maybe after it, I'll get parked out of the cup. I might, might, say, might question it. But, you know, I, you know. The manager's a manager for a reason, right? He knows a lot more than, than you and I. So I'm just delighted that I got it, bearing in mind that uh, he does like his rotation. But, you know, you're, you're comfortable with Arnavits coming back in for oh, Ralston. Yeah. So it's not as if you're saying, oh no, and you're dreading it. You're bringing in the Croatian international right back. And that's testament to how well Anthony Ralston has done this season. So is the our best full-back at the club. Yeah. So, and... You know, and, and and I said it earlier today, Taylor just gets the, the whipping boy tactic at times, doesn't he, from the from the Celtic supporters. He, he did nothing wrong, and I think one of the commenters actually said that Alan Morrison could back this up, because I mentioned he's passing mm-hmm. of late, and I would like to see his stats, because t- to me, the eye test that I'm watching, Taylor's been very accurate, but Alan Morrison will be would be able to enlighten me on that further, and I'd just be interested... To see my eye test matches up with Alan's stats for Taylor, that I, I think he's been pretty bang on the money with his with his passing. I could be wrong in that, but I don't study the minutiae detail as much as Alan. But from what I'm seeing, I, I think Taylor's been pretty solid the past few games.
0: Amy Canavan earlier on today did. Uh, suggest that there might have been a wee curveball at uh, fullback, but it wasn't Jaranovic she was talking about. It was Liam Scales, who's not in this squad. Um, but before we go through the rest of the team, one player who has returned to the squad, and it's a very welcome return, is Chris Julian. We've mentioned him quite a few times over the last few weeks because of his absence, yeah. Tony. And it's like what we we're saying earlier on every single player in that first team squad, when called upon, has to, has to be able to step up. We've got two centre halves recognised centre-halves on the bench tonight, and Julian um, correct me if I'm wrong, has only had one appearance so far this season, that was against Wraith Rovers, I don't think he came on after that, so um, it's a massive night if you've got to call on the likes of Chris Julian, but let's talk about Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carol Starfield I mean, it was an unlikely partnership wasn't it, I don't think, I've said this before I don't think Cameron Carter-Vickers was in our plans I think he was an emergency because Julian took so long to come back but what has happened is he's created, um, a, you know, a relationship with Starfield that is is the best defence in Scottish football.
1: Yeah, I mean the two of them dovetail together nicely, and you've watched that partnership, defensive partnership blossom. and And in the last few games, I mentioned it with relation to the Saint Myrne game, where it took Celtic a while to break Saint Myrne down, but they were being asked to be playmakers because they were asked being asked to carry the ball. Know 50, 60 yards at times, and it was alien to their nature and the, the game that they play. But they coped with it really well. And the goal, the breakthrough goal, comes from a Starfield knockdown, more by default. But he got his head to the ball, and yeah. Cameron Carter-Vickers lashing at home in a volley, you know, like a, a like a striker almost. But you know, so the the two of them, they're, they're vital cogs in this Ange machine. That we're watching now, that have gone twenty nine games unbeaten, and Starsfield's another one who, you know, polarizes opinion. But the two of them have been pretty solid. They're known the best domestic defence in the league for nothing. They're actually quite good at what they do. You know, Europe's it's been a different story. Where we step up in quality, and we, we get that. That's fine. That's these are things that Ange will want to address moving forward. But domestically, they've been pretty solid. Haven't they? And you know, you you feel safe with the two of them at the at the back of the pack. I have to say, and yeah, yeah nitpicking again, where people will nitpick with Starfelt but Carter Vickers is is looked every inch the a baller and a decent defender and he's so pretty impressed. rugged. Yeah, he's you never see him ruffled, do no. you? And uh, he's very. I, I never really. Sh- Seen him, you know, somebody really, you know, like a uh, London Dykes did that time at Livingston mm-hmm. when he spooked uh, defenders. Uh, I think Julian was playing that day, you know. Yeah. Yep. I've not seen Cameron Carter-Vickers. I've not seen that happen to Cameron Carter-Vickers this season at all. Uh, Starfield was rough. was it Jordan White at Ross County, uh, and, I, and I felt uh, that time that that was a kind of incident where he he could have done better but Celtic still won the game you know so that's fair enough but that's the only time I've seen Starfield under real pressure domestically you know he's had his moments and people say he's still kind of cumbersome and he's this he's that but I think the last few games he's been outstanding and I will reiterate he is the player who
0: hasn't scored a goal for Celtic. So <laughs> is tonight going to be tonight for Carol Starfield
1: to open the scoring for Well, Celtic. he was unlucky with a header at Livingston. The mm-hmm. keeper made a brilliant save, the one Maeda profited from to score the opening goal. So he's getting in those positions now and he's and he's more aware and even, I say, the kind of headed knockdown by default, but he, he had the presence of mind to get something on it and aim it in his central defensive partner's direction against St Mern. I don't think he thought that Cameron Carter, because would produce a, a goal of quality on the, on the standing Ollie, you know. So, uh, but there you have it. But I, I'm happy with the two of them. I'm happy with the two of them at the, in their own box, and I'm happy with the two of them in the opposition box because they are guys that can cause or pose a threat. Uh, but Celtic need to do better. We said we've had this discussion before about set pieces, but they are starting to now become nuisance value and getting wee breaks and stuff. So that was the, the goal that came from the free kick, Starfelt, to Carter Vickers against St Myrne. And then the goal that came from the corner, wasn't it? The corner, Starfelt's header, keeper saved, made a profit. So
0: I'm happy with that. Yeah, definitely. And you know, Carter Vickers, someone mentioned in the comments, and I will be bringing some of your comments up, so thank you for getting involved. Um, Someone mentioned that Carter Vickers put them in mind of Paul McGrath. Now, I'm not comparing the two players... Paul McGraw was an absolute world-class defender, if you ask me. By the way, one of the best football books ever written was his uh, autobiography, Back from the Brink. But there's a... I think in the way that he approaches the game, very composed, calm, never seems ruffled. Um, he's got a deceptive turn of pace, has Carter Vickers. Uh, never seems to be under pressure. He always buys himself a bit of time. And even just uh, his demeanour. I, I, I get exactly what the, the commenter yeah. was getting at. When it comes to McGrath, we he can become any kind of the, the player that Paul McGrath was, then we will have an outstanding centre half on our hands, Tony.
1: Yeah, your only gripe is set pieces, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but I think in terms of the, the raw material and ingredients and tools to be a defender at, I like my defenders just to defend. And he's as rugged as they come, you know, and everybody knows they're in a game and he looks quite comfortable when he's coming forward with the ball. And, you know, so as I say, the. The Achilles' heals the the set piece goals that Celtic have conceded of late, and you know, but again, that's something that you you have to work on in the training ground. But I think that apart, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers has been a a tremendous signing for Celtic, and I use this phrase a lot, but he just seems to have got the club, doesn't mm-hmm. he? And, mm-hmm. And got the kind of and the fans really taken to him and they love him and you know the other week when Wolves and Leicester were sniffing around or supposedly sniffing around and there'll be a hey, and others no doubt at the end of this it's starting to worry Celtic now and there would be a gaping hole in that defence if he doesn't sign but I'm of the opinion yep they can get more money going to the English Premier League or uh, abroad that that's that's not in question but. There's personal happiness as well, and Cameron Carter-Vickers has been loaned a lot of places. I think it was Amy that said today, he's been around the block a bit and he's never really settled anywhere. He looks settled. Mm -hmm. He looks happy, and he'll be handsomely rewarded by Celtic should he choose to to sign the deal. You know the the buy, the option to buy clause. So it's not as if he's he's playing for nothing. You know, so so he'll be one of those higher earners. One would conjecture uh, if Celtic are to conclude a deal, and you know, I, I think personal happiness comes into it, and also the fact that if you have the biggest carrot, Celtic are going to have the Champions League group stages for any player. That's that's the ultimate mm-hmm. tournament to be involved in and play at club level. You won't get that at Wolves. You won't get that at Leicester. It's a consideration. It's a it's a fine bargain tool. Celtic now have to see that over the line if you get that over the line by winning the league title, you can bet your bottom dollar that you'll be in there fighting to get the two signatures that they covet the most, Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers, yep. over the line. And I think that, that's pretty pivotal. And I think if you're those two players, you, you would be happy to sign for Celtic if they're in Europe's premier competition, wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, the big thing for me, too, I know it's not an exact science, but we've had so many examples of players um, who have come to the club, and the have just uses as a, as a very quick stepping stone for you know to further their own careers or bank balances or both. And there's been success stories and otherwise. And I think when you look at centre halves, for example, Philip um, Benkovic comes to Celtic on loan, um, highly rated. You know his, his parent club at that time was Leicester. He'd had a massive move to to Leicester, and you know for the best part he looked a player at Celtic. He really did. I know that you know these injuries seem to follow him, follow him about. Um, but you know instead of coming and uh, creating a scenario where he's maybe at a club for about three years and then getting his big move like Dedrick Boyata did, uh, although he came to us. Uh, on a permanent basis, he goes back to Leicester and his career basically hits the skids. And there's been so many examples of that, Tony, of players down the years. And sometimes, you know, there's obvious ones like John Gadetti and Paddy Roberts, etc. But sometimes it's all about, you know, come to Celtic for two or three years and do the Van Dyke thing and yeah. get a much bigger move, get the Champions League um, you know, experience under your belt, and then you'll get the big move. And, and you're far more rounded as a player. And far more developed by the time you move
1: on. Your talent gets you the big move. Celtic's a wonderful stage, mm-hmm. and we speak about that 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 stepping stone. And it and it pains you to say that at times. But we spoke about it earlier today. You, you, some guys just can't resist the lure of the English Premier the League. lucre. <laughs> yeah, I know. But also, if it's a if it's a top six team or top four team in England, you know, we, Celtic can't compete with that. They can't compete with the, the elite teams in Europe. But it doesn't stop you from trying. And it doesn't stop you from wanting to be in there. And in order to be in there, then you have to have to win this title. But I I, I get that. that There is no substitute for playing 150, 200 games, whatever it is with, with a club like Celtic, enhancing your reputation. Mm-hmm. And Cameron Carter-Vickers has had stop-start periods on loan at clubs. He's not played... Is cons, consistently and consecutively football matches than he has at Celtic, you know. So, I think Celtic's a good career move for him. Yeah. But you're you're seeing that from a, obviously you're biased. He goes to Wolves or Leicester. He's going to have to prove himself again. And as you say, the the grass isn't always greener. He's he, he's pretty settled. He's pretty settled in the system. He's a vital cog in that system. And a big big player for Celtic. And if you and the managers clearly stressing to him, You you know, you're a you're vital to us. We we need you, you know, we want you and and I think these are all things that players want want to hear, don't they? And the Cotter Wolves or a Leicester, you become just AN other defender amongst you know, a plethora of of defenders who are some will be of equal ability, some will have much more ability, yeah. and you you have you're in a a dogfight to nail down a, a first team slot. Whereas here you're a first team pick automatically, and a lot of onus and yeah, that with that comes pressure to perform, but with that comes a a great uh, degree of responsibility. People look up to you, you know, and I think a lot of Celtic supporters and a lot of Celtic players have looked up to. Cameron Carter Vickers this season, because he has led by example. He's been yeah. he's been absolutely terrific. He's been a leader, isn't he? Yeah. And he's been the player who whoever scouted them has has said, yep, this guy's got leadership qualities and you know the the McGrath comparison and you know, it, it didn't do Van Dyke or Denier any harm, did it? I wish we'd signed Denier permanently. Yes. Me myself included. I really like Denier. But Van Dyke Never stops talking about his development at Celtic. You know, he, he owes—he always says he owes his career to what he achieved at Celtic because it put him on the map. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Celtic aren't going to stand in these guys' way of future success elsewhere. Come and, as I say, play that hundred games, mm-hmm. hundred fifty, two hundred games. Give us two years, three years. Go with our blessing and uh, help us become what we want to become under Ange Postacoglu, which is competitive in Europe a Champions League uh, group stage qualifying team consistently and if you if you can play your part in helping making that happen then great no don't just jump away at the thought of a Wolves or Leicester coming in stay for the magic carpet riders i keep saying und- under uh Post because it's exciting, and, I, and I, I, think if you're a player of Celtic, get into the Champions League this season by winning the title, you'd feel excited by that challenge. It's a wonderful challenge.
0: Unfinished business. I, I would feel, it, you know, if you leave at the end of the season and that was, you know, that was in place, Tony. It would feel like unfinished business for the likes of Vickers You know, Joe Hart, his ex teammate at Spurs. You, you wonder because Hart has had it all, and then he's had to you know, go through a period where he wasn't second or even third choice at times at, at some clubs where uh, previously he was a star man at some of the elite clubs in English football. And you you wonder if he's learnt a lot of life lessons himself and hopefully he's passing a wee bit of that advice on to Cameron Carter-Vickers. Of
1: course he is. Joe Hart's loved uh, by Celtic supporters and he's loved by the manager and he's loved by his fellow players. And this was a guy who supposedly had... No, according to some reports, he has a big-time Charlie attitude, and you know he he's not what Celtic need. He was everything that Celtic needed. He was a good goalkeeper. No, nobody can tell you that he wasn't a good goalkeeper. He was a great goalkeeper, a terrific goalkeeper, and again another one who has come up and embraced it, came in with an open mind, and you know if anyone should possess an ego, it is Joe Hart, because he has been there, seen it, and done it. But my goodness. The, what you see of Joe Hart he, he, he's the consummate professional ultimate team player and this is a guy who has you know, been England's number one and has played for Manchester City and won mm-hmm. titles mm-hmm. you know, so and and he's bought into Celtic he's bought into Ange Postacoglu culminating in the other day Joe Hart letting you know, telling people, we don't want days off, we are, you know, we never stop, this is, my you know. And you think to yourself, and "That's a goalkeeper." So you are thinking, "Great!" If all the other players are of the same attitude, application, effort, desire, commitment, it, it all goes well. And I, I was delighted when Joe Hart signed. I really was when I heard initially that they were trying to get Joe Hart. I just didn't think there was any way they could pull it off. But my goodness, what a signing! He, he's been he's he's arguably arguably been Celtic's best signing of the season. Pound for pound, anyway, you know. So yeah, I, and you that's, that's how hi, that's how highly I rate the signing of Joe Hart. Mm-hmm. And every good team starts with a goalkeeper, doesn't it? And it's been such an Achilles heel for Celtic over the years, their, their inability to get a, a cracking number one between the sticks. And uh, I think we have one now. And and it's it's no surprise that him and the likes of Cameron and Vickers are the bedrock of the success, is no. it?
0: No, you're absolutely right, Tony. Acrobat is uh, watching on YouTube and he is, um, you know, a U2 fan because he's got Action Baby on his avatar, (laughs) one of my my favourite albums. There was no injury worries from the press conference, so it must be last-minute positive tests. It could well be. Anyone who has had that confirmed, let us know in the comments section before the game. Chancellor comes in also on YouTube to say the team should still be strong enough to get the job done. Would you agree with that, Tony?
1: Oh yeah, it's still a quality team, isn't it? And that's the great thing that you look at the quality players that are missing, but you look at that team and it's loaded with quality players. Yeah. You know, which is what the manager, that's why he was desperate to get to January. We were limping on to January and he kept speaking about January being a pivotal month and the way he shapes his team up, the way he trains them to peak at this start at this point in the campaign. You know, so that's why we've assembled this you know, competitive squad and you listen to him recently, he's been talking about the training, being of a high tempo and, and fiercely competitive, that's all the players they all want to be part of the business end of the season, which is magic because if you're, if you're replicating games, scenarios at training, then that's, that's, that augurs well, doesn't it? You're saying to yourself, right, great and they're all in there fighting, they all want to be part of it don't want days off commitments there, wonderful and we get back to it. that team, if Celtic play, as An- in the words of Ange, our brand of football, that team's good enough to go to Tannerdice and win. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Tony. Jungle Lion, two white men, rested,
0: injured or covid yeah, we will find out I'm sure on Magnet 67 Evening Axon Team Et al Huge game Big performance Needed And I'm sure We'll get a big performance Looking for Starfelt To open his account <laughs> In a Celtic jersey Anybody who's interested It's 40-1 to 1 For him to score The first goal um, So The midfield Of McGregor O'Reilly And Atati. Going back to the point You just made That's a good enough Midfield to win any game In Scottish
1: football Yeah Same midfield That Destroyed Rangers 3 nothing. Yes in the first half, mm-hmm. with it was ar- devastating. arguably the most devastating performance of the season, and then, like you know, yeah, the, the the tempo levels dropped in the second half. But they'd won the game, and they'd won it convincingly. And I'm I'm still of the opinion that had Rangers scored in the second half in that game, that Celtic would have raised it again. That that the, the second half was game management. Mm-hmm. First half was just scintillating, devastating stuff, and deservedly got themselves three ahead, which was the minimum that you thought that they should have been ahead. Because remember, Jakimakis? I think it was four of them really good chances uh, You know, in first yeah. half, yeah. So it wouldn't have surprised you had it been more. But that that midfield dynamic display by that trio was, was scintillating to watch. It was you, you you watched that and you thought, is this really happening? You know, had Tati stepped up to play, O'Reilly was just the guy with the craft the, sim- the the hardest passes of all, which he made look simple. Uh, O'Reilly was playing that night, and he just, it just everything that they touched turned to gold more or less that night in that first half against Rangers. So I think that's the levels we want them to produce again. You know, a lot of people said, "Oh, Hatati look, and he did look jaded for a wee spell there, but I still think that midfield's, you know, offensively they can do a lot of damage, and and I think. Uh, I think that's that's why that midfield's playing tonight Because I think we're going more on the offensive than anything Very creative indeed no. The teams are on the park, Tony uh, Brian Degnan reckons a,
0: a brace for Yakamakis. Let's see if he is That's a bold to. call, Brian That's a bold call indeed um, Yes, the game of course is on the Premier Player this evening uh, Premier Sports 2 will be showing the game live That is where Tony and I will be watching it in just a moment We will be coming back for half-time, 15 minutes at half-time, to look back on the first half action. And then once again at full-time, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel and click the notifications bell as there is loads of content coming. Loads of content coming. Loads of
1: content. In the next (laughs) few
0: months. Um, Thank you all for getting involved and thank you to Tony Haggerty for joining me on a Celtic State of Might.
1: When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait. Text SCORE to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet